Today's Tuesday, May 9th. The title for our devotional is Wrestling in the Spiritual World. This week, we're exploring how we like to order up the natural elements of the Christian faith and leave the supernatural elements on the menu. As we briefly saw yesterday, Paul reminds us in Ephesians 6 that our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Ephesians 6, 10-20 is a powerful passage that reminds us of the spiritual warfare we face as believers and the weapons that God has given us to fight it. Ephesians 6, we're going to read verses 10-13. through 13. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. First, this passage calls us to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. This verb is a passive imperative, which is logically a strange formulation, right? Passive means the action is done to you, and imperative means do this thing, right? So this reminds us that our power to fight these spiritual battles is not in our physical ability. What can we do in and of ourselves against spiritual foes? Like Gandalf says to his company while they're in Moria and they encounter an ancient demon, swords are no more use here. This foe is beyond any of you. So to fight the schemes of the devil, we must put on the armor that has been given us by God and to pray is Paul's two main points, prayer, prayer, and the armor of God. We must realize that we cannot fight this battle in our own strength, but we can only fight a spiritual battle with spiritual weapons in the power of the Holy Spirit. We should also note that Paul tells us to take our stand. He repeats this in verse 13 as well. This is a defensive posture. Jesus has already won the ground. He's already taken the hill for us and defeated the enemy in our salvation. But we are not impermeable to attack. We need to stand our ground in the mighty power of Christ and in the armor of God, praying in the Spirit. We are like soldiers defending a captured hill from a persistent attacking enemy. The word Paul uses here, translated struggle, signifies originally a wrestling match. If you've ever wrestled, you know it's one of the most physically exhausting activities. If they didn't limit the time, contenders would collapse from exhaustion. I've only wrestled with my brother and my buddies when I was a kid, and it's incredibly close, personal, and exhausting. I often lost, which isn't surprising when you look at my frame. We wrestle, as Paul says, not against other people or even other things in the physical realm, but against the rulers, the authorities, and the powers of this dark world, and the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So it's the spiritual exhaustion that he's pointing to. These four terms are meant to be exhaustive for all spiritual forces in the world. In the biblical framework, evil spiritual beings are operating in the spiritual realm to animate governments. Think of like Rome and Babylon, for example. Rulers like Herod and Caesar. Institutions even like the Sanhedrin or even later within the church. As well as personal evil spirits that afflict people with lies and sin. Some of these powers are not evil in and of themselves, of course, but as a part of the fallen creation, they are corrupted by evil spiritual beings. The things that aren't evil are like governments. They have a good God-ordained purpose, right? Institutions, they have good God-ordained purposes, but they can be corrupted by evil spiritual beings. So, these evil spiritual beings, they often manifest their power through, for example, Nero burning Christians at the stake or feeding them to lions. They can manifest through ideas like racism, as we saw yesterday, and even creeping into institutions like the church. So our concept of evil spiritual beings must grow beyond what we think of from movies like The Exorcist. They can and do influence individuals, but Satan is much more sinister. 
and is influenced through ideas, systems, governments, and institutions, powers, and authorities, in Paul's language. If you haven't watched the Bible Project video below on evil spiritual beings, you should. It gives a lot of clarity on the biblical perspective of these mysterious beings. I promise I won't leave you here, okay, just talking about evil spiritual beings. Tomorrow we'll explore Paul's teaching on how we fight against these evil enemies, and the rest of the week we'll focus on Jesus' power over evil spiritual beings. For today, I'd invite you to just watch that Bible Project video on the Satan and demons. It's on the devotional page for additional content, or you can just look it up at the Bible Project website or on YouTube, and be sure to give that a watch, because I think it'll fill in a lot of blanks for us and provide a lot of clarity on what we're talking about this week.